When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is May 28th, 2021. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast talking about SmackDown on Fox. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Kanawa and NYC Demon Diva. Here tonight to cover everything that's going on. So much to jump into. We got the match tonight. The match we swore wasn't going to happen. It <laughs> happened. There's so much to discuss. Or did it ever. Uh, but first, so Alfred Kanawa with the news. Okay, well, a news story that's actually still spilling over to Twitter as we speak. Uh, Earlier today, it was reported by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that WWE and New Japan Pro Wrestling were in talks that dated back to March or April, a couple of months. Uh, And that story reignited during SmackDown at approximately the 6 p.m. hour here on the West Coast, where Tony Khan, AEW, released a promo that Tony Khan cut on a WWE Chief Revenue Officer, Nick Khan, saying that in the last two weeks, he's done more than WWE could do in two months, uh, kind of denying that WWE's talking to uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and pretty much saying that AEW and Tony Khan will be the only Khan working with New Japan Pro Wrestling. What do you guys make of this? What do you guys make of the rumors? Issa, let's hear it. I, I, listen, it's rumors, right? But the promo kind of like fire everything up. I thought, listen, they're, everybody's having fun with this. I thought, I, I, I find him a little cringy, but I thought that was an entertaining promo to say the least. Um, and he has some valid points. The one thing is that he made some points when he cut that promo. He, he was so confident too, because he knew he was speaking facts. Um, I don't know where this is going. Maybe New Japan wants some kind of like global. I, I feel like with WWE, you will get more exposure than with an AEW Impact or Ring, yeah. of, Ring of Honor. So why wouldn't New Japan consider it? That being said, I just feel like that will shut that forbidden door shut forever. And I can see WWE doing it just for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's big. I think it's good for business. I mean, anything that stokes the rivalries, and it's it's for as much as both sides downplay. Oh, there's no rival rivalry. There was no Wednesday Night War. It's like you know, they both know where their bread is buttered. Right. If there was no rivalry, Tony Khan would have never cut that promo. <laughs> yeah, there's absolutely a rivalry. That's just something they say to be professional and corporate. But there's a thousand percent of rivalry, and I like when the two sides go back and forth. I'm here for the drama. You know that. But uh, it just, I would rather it be the wrestlers and the performers going back and forth than like the GMs. Like, we're in the thick of playoff season. Can you imagine my Milwaukee Bucks? Like, they're playing the Heat right now. The big storylines, like, oh, these two GMs hate each other. Oh, that'll get me to a TV set. Like, uh, but having said that, like, this is the type of thing that Twitter likes. This is the type of thing that he's trending now for. Uh, I absolutely love that he just kind of goes right after him. And this is going to create more talking points. But if you're New Japan Pro Wrestling right now, you've got to be thrilled about the fact that you're kind of being presented as a bell of the ball because they're really in a pretty dark period right now with COVID just running through Japan, right. with a lot of the wrestlers having to go off on injury and not being able to compete mm. right now. New Japan's a disaster right now. So to get some kind of positive press with people going after it, uh, I think both of these companies see the weakness in New Japan right now and know that uh, they could like, get loyalty from New Japan if they help. Uh, so maybe that's why they're both going so hard at New Japan Pro Wrestling. Makes sense. Combo Breaker Buck 99 saying, I wish TK would care this much about Fulham. 
I have no clue what he's referring to. <laughs> Tony, oh, he's talking about Tony Khan's soccer team. There's a uh, shot at uh, Tony Khan uh, Dutch Fulham, which is a soccer team, I believe, in the Premier League, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, so, wow, that's just a shot at them. And the Jaguars also are struggling in football. Well, well there you go. Oh, what, else is, uh, what else is in the news? Uh, looks like there are. This will make you happy, Issa. Uh, not only is SummerSlam returning, which we will get to in a little bit after this, but Roman Reigns and John Cena is a rumored main event for Ooh. SummerSlam. People are saying that this is pretty much in the books. Uh, there's been rumors for a couple weeks now that John Cena is uh, itching to come back. So Roman Reigns versus John Cena, what does that do for you, Issa? I mean, I'm excited for it. I thought that um, Roman Reigns and John Cena had a good match, but I thought that John Cena just fit, like terminated him when it came to the promos, where I feel like this Roman Reigns might be able to stand toe-to-toe with John Cena. So the build-up to it should be a lot of fun seeing this version of Roman Reigns have a have a promo off, you know, with, with a face-off with John Cena. I think he could say a lot to him. And listen, the match was done, what, 2017? So it's been long enough for people to not feel like it's being overdone. And John Cena is going to sell those tickets. John Cena returning will sell those tickets, especially if we go into a big stadium like what the rumors say. I'm excited for it, and I think think Roman's going to send him back to Hollywood. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, SummerSlam confirmed it's going to be on the Saturday this year. What's Saturday, August 22nd? August 21st. 21st. 21st, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Uh, city to be determined, but as Bear Hudson points out with the $5 Super Chat, there were also rumors speculating there may be a deal with Cardi B doing something at SummerSlam. And what do you think of Cena versus Reigns? I mean, this is going to further make Roman, right? To just destroy John Cena. Yeah, like Roman is on a warpath right now, and he's just been killing people and double stacking pins and just beating Cesaro clean with no help. Uh, and I think this is just going to be a great notch in his belt to beat John Cena. And I really do think this should be a one-sided match. Like Roman Reigns does these great epic matches that build, and they're typically 25 to 30 minutes or something like that. And I have no problem with those types of matches, but I would really like this character to, at somewhere along the way of him being dominant, if that's the story they're telling, he needs to just eat somebody alive. And I, I hope he beats John Cena in like five minutes. Well, it's interesting. Alonzo Smith saying uh, he doesn't want to see Roman versus Cena too. They're both overrated. I don't want to see either on the TV screen. Well, I'm telling you, this this is to me the coronation of Roman for Roman to get just a blowout victory against Cena. Yeah, yeah, one thousand percent. And just to go back to what Bear Hudson said, I'm excited for Cardi B. I think it's gonna yeah. be awesome. I heard that she might be the host. Maybe. I mean, there's so many rumors regarding this SummerSlam going around that it already feels like it's getting so hyped up, right? Um, listen, Bad Bunny and Cardi B collabed before, so I wouldn't mind Bad Bunny oh, coming back for a performance. You know, and just saying, just throwing that out there, manifesting it. I, I would love if as long as they don't try to over script and overproduce and tell right. Cardi B what to say, just let Cardi be Cardi. Oh my God. Just like taking in wrestling, just let her naturally react to all that stuff. They'll have gold. They'll have one viral moment after another. I promise. They will, but it's gonna have to be censored. We'll see. Yeah, how they're gonna have to be on NBC Peacock might not like what she has to say. That's uh, true. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> uh what else we got? Well, that's it. That's uh, that, that's news. the news. That's the news. There you go. So we're going to dive into SmackDown in a moment. I know we've got a lot of SmackDown fans watching us live wanting a recap. I think a lot of people are going to watch this on delay. And uh, I know in the chat room tonight, uh, there's a distraction because something else is on TV right now. Uh, That's right. Uh, Paramount Network is showing Back to the Future Part 3. Now, we'll have live updates throughout the show. Marty just got to the Old West. He's trying to find Doc Brown. So if you're in the chat room and watching us live, we don't want you to feel like you're missing out on this. No, I have it on. uh, 
update you in the progress throughout the show. But that being said, let's dive into the Street Profits versus the Usos. <laughs> this is a SummerSlam match Great. in the making, and we predicted that we weren't going to get this tonight, that they were going to come up no. with something. We saw Roman's presence. Uh, he wasn't really thrilled about this. You could tell some some tension building between Jay and Jimmy. Uh, but we have this match. I mean, we definitely left it where we can tell this story. Uh, even with the Usos getting the win, they're setting up, you know, so that not all is well in, uh, in Usoville. Um, but Issa, what did you think of this match tonight? Oh my God! It was everything that we wanted and more. Like I'm sorry, I had this matchup in my brain for so long, and they over delivered. Like I'm, it was amazing. I didn't think we were getting the match when the show started with them backstage. I kept thinking he's not gonna let Jay go out there, and Jimmy's gonna have to fight it on his own. And then when they actually did let it happen for one second, I thought they were gonna let the profits win by like by having some tension between the Usos. Where I feel like if their first match back. They needed that win. Montez Ford is an absolute mad lad. That freaking high fly spot, the way that I scream. I mean, it was everything. Run it again and again and again and again. Just not every week, right? We're not getting it next week. I know, that's the problem. uh, But I I really, really enjoyed it. Pay-per-view worthy. And I hated that they put it in the opening segment, which Roman used later on as a bird. But that should have closed the show. I'm sorry. That match was everything. I think, though, they knew that with Back to the Future 3 starting on Paramount at (laughs) 7 o'clock, that they really wanted to make sure to get this early in the show so people would watch this and then be fresh for the third and final installment in the Back to the Future trilogy. 1,000%. Friday Night Wars, man. You got to tell it works. Absolutely. Hey, counter-programming. They get it. But no, I mean, Alfred, will you be disappointed if they run this into the ground between now and we get the big payoff match? Yeah, that's a great question, uh, Glenn. I will be disappointed. I don't see it going that way based on how this storyline seems to be projecting. Uh, and I just, I thought this match was so good. It, it felt like we were watching it, like AEW had come earlier in the night because, you know, a lot of times AEW will have that hot tag team match, that long Young Bucks hot tag team match to start the show. And I, that's exactly what this was. Uh, I'm a little pissed that it was on uh, TV in that it was a lot of commercials that were interrupting this yeah. match that I'm sure the match from start to finish would have just been a masterpiece. And I would have put it up there with the tag team match of the year. But I just yeah. love this from what I saw. I thought it was incredible. I was just shocked. Like we were saying, I mean, we just pretty much assumed there's going to be some shenanigans because of how the storyline was going. And because this is such a big, high profile dream match, I thought it was going to just uh, they're going to find some way to get out of it. But they didn't. And I'm kind of glad they didn't because this was an incredible match. I just love the storytelling of the finish came when, you know, Jay helped Jimmy. Just when you thought he might turn on him, he helped him. Right. And that led to them winning. And now yeah. Roman is pissed that now they're stronger and closer together and might win titles without him. And it's just such storytelling from the beginning to end. And I just like how they're fusing these two storylines together. So if they get that title shot, and, and we'll talk about that. I mean, they set up this story that, you know, they're going to get this match against the Mysterios. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, how do you have the Mysterios lose when now we've essentially had Dominic and Ray solo? <laughs> That's exactly how you have them lose. They're not, really? they're not, they're not a tag team. Tag teams don't go out there and fight. You fight this week and I'll fight next week. That is not how yeah, yeah. it works, okay? <laughs> no, but well, I mean, yeah, I think I think the Usos having the goal with Roman is a good idea, but Roman not liking it. I, I am so intrigued by the storyline. I, th- I know we say it every week, but it just keeps getting better and better, and they're building the tension so well. I wanted to add 
them going at it on the mic before the match started was yeah. also so good. I've been wanting to see, I missed the Usos doing promos together. I forgot how much I enjoyed them. And the Street Profits can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. So it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're I, I, I like them too. I, I very much enjoyed the opening promo back and forth, especially at the Usos were great. And it was great to see them do their thing again, because that's another thing that I really missed from the Usos. But the fact that the Street Profits actually got to cut an actual promo without like having to hype anything up, like these guys can talk. And I like them talking trash. Like that's what lives up to the I want the smoke or we want the smoke tagline is I'm just talking all this trash about the, they used to have that haka dance. Uh, this I'm on. <laughs> I love that trolling promo. I want to see more of that from the Street Profits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the promos were great, I, but I want this feud. I want this to be SummerSlam. I want the Usos to deal with whatever conflict they have with Roman. Uh, you know, hell, have them beat the Mysterios, get the titles, have them yeah. break up, implode, go one on one. Like, let's take this full circle back to SummerSlam against the Street Prof for the titles in front of a live crowd. Yeah. With a proper build. With a, with a live crowd. Don't run it again until we have a live crowd. And yeah, we'll do keep them it. apart from each other. Maybe even Money in the Bank. You know, the first pay-per-view with a live crowd. Oh, yeah. back. Like, that could be a good one to run it if the Usos have the tag titles by that point. I mean, I just think this is such a, not just a money match, a money feud, and I just don't mm -hmm. want it to be over. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't. I still have reservations about the fact they just gave this away with a week's build, and maybe yeah. this would be like a commercial for what is to come in terms of a live crowd being there. This shows you how good they can be. So hopefully, uh, people yeah. will be excited by the time it comes back around, and they didn't ruin it. And also, I remember the Usos and the New Day kind of like the same thing happening, but they yeah. kept over delivering. And I feel like the Street Profits are just that good that we could see the match multiple times without it feeling old. Yeah. Yeah. So text from Raj Giri. He's saying, hey, man, some people might be watching the podcast live and they're going to watch Back to the Future 3 later after the podcast. So be sure not to spoil Back to the Future 3 okay, Raj. on Paramount for anyone that's watching the podcast live. Wow. Now that's look at that man produce this podcast via text. That's dedication, wow. man. That's Spoiler alert. I know. Wow. I know. I don't want to spoil it, man. But oh, Marty and Doc. Oh, God, it's killing me trying to trying to not react to this in real time. Well, I've got that on the screen here while I'm doing this podcast. I'm trying not to be distracted. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you for making it through without being distracted. Uh, I'm just looking forward to the updates, to be honest. I, I, want, I want more updates. I don't want to spoil anything, but ZZ Top does appear at some point. <laughs> yeah, it's okay to give that away. There you go. Uh, Justin Lopez, 499. It was a tremendous opener. It was perplexed by Cole called an upset that the Usos won. I mean... Yeah. I, I like that. I, this Okay, I'll tell you why I liked it. It's because I did expect the Street Profits to win. Uh, based on what's going on backstage, you right. can tell that there's dissension in the Usos. And if you're looking at this from a real sports standpoint, these guys have not tagged together for a year. In that time, the Street Profits have been the best tag team on SmackDown. So if we're looking at this and breaking it down, if there are actual odds on this, if this is real, the Usos coming back for the first time might have chemistry issues or whatnot. I do consider this an upset. I loved it. When they cut that promo, though, that didn't seem to me actually, actually seeing them there and then seeing mo most of their performance tonight. Um, it's good what they did later in the show to have Roman's reaction to kind of remind you that all is not well. Yeah. And even have Roman like upset with the outcome, even given the win tonight, because it's not it's not Roman sanctioned and blessed. Um, like, but seeing them there, it's like when these guys i mean and that's what and that's by the way i mean i hope we're not overhyping this but that's what makes it so magical is that the usos and the street profits are two teams that are absolutely 
in sync with one another in their promos and their delivery and their in-ring moves, the way they carry themselves. I mean, I think these are uh, the two best tag teams in all of WWE. Certainly yeah. the ones I enjoy watching the most. <laughs> yeah. What the tag team in wrestling? Listen, yeah. man, I put this up there with any tag team match I've seen this year in any promotion. Yeah. I think this is top five. I'm. It's going to be a long time before I forget this, unless they run it into the ground, of course. That's right. the problem, man. That's the problem. Um, so we went from this. If, if you like tag team matches, then uh, immediately after this, we had Natalia and Tamina Snuka defending the tag team championships, the women's tag team champions against the Riot Squad. Uh, Alfred, what did you think of this match? Uh, I thought this poor women had to follow that great tag because I thought this was actually a pretty solid match. But it's like, I mean, what's like this is like while you're having a cigarette afterwards, you know? And you to, so it wasn't as like I, I still do that. Oh. Wait a second, that, is that a dated reference, Alfred? Is that oh, still yeah. a thing? <laughs> yeah, cigarette is a dated reference. People don't do that anymore. But you know, uh, I don't want to use your imagination. But I, I absolutely, I thought it was fine. I thought it was an okay match. I think it was influenced by the fact that we just seen an instant classic. Uh, but I thought Ruby Riot was really good in this match. I yeah, enjoyed her, the hell out of Ruby Riot in this match. Her selling is just completely different, right? Like I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Props to Tamina and Natalia for being defending champions. They have been. I mean, granted that you know in Raw they were defending against uh, Nia and, and Shayna again, but mm-hmm. they're defending and they're making Tamina look really good. So, but like Alfred said, I was still too busy scrolling through the timeline, yeah. just reading all of the tweets about. Yeah. Uh, the Usos and, and the Street Profits and just so hyped for it that I I wasn't into it. Yeah, it's unfair too because I mean this this was a cool match. Mm-hmm. All the women looked fantastic. Uh, I mean it was pretty straightforward. Tamina and Natalia got the win with Tamina nailing the Superfly Splash on Ruby. Riot. I like that. I like that the champions actually got to win for a change, so that's good. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. It was good. Um, and then we had, uh, let's see, uh, we had a uh, backstage Jimmy saying he wants the winner of the SmackDown tag team title match next week. Pierce made it official. Then we had SmackDown women's champion, Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Uh, I feel like we haven't seen Carmella in a while. Yeah. Maybe She's I've just missed erratic. those weeks. It's yeah. like here and there, they had her with Reggie and then they took Reggie away from her. And it's been kind of sporadic where she's appeared. Oh, didn't she talk with Bailey recently, or am I just making that up? No, that was with Billy Kay. I think the last time she was on TV was oh, yeah, at yeah, WrestleMania, yeah. actually, where she with teamed Billie with Billy Kay. Kay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't think we've seen her since. Yeah. Well, it was good to see her. Yeah, they worked very hard. I thought Bailey was incredible on comment. She's so good in that role because it's it, I don't know. It oh always my seems god, like she was awesome. It seems like you just tell Bailey to go out there and be Bailey, kind of like what they do with Oscar, and like she's so good in that role and like. Michael Cole screwed up saying Bianca Belair. He called her Belanca. Belanca? Like, you idiot. You called her. <laughs> and that's what, like, Michael Cole's famous for doing that to people. So it felt so good to see somebody do that to him. I love yeah. when the, at the end when she was laughing at Bianca, she was trying to tell them, laugh with me. And Pat McAfee <laughs> did, like, this scary fake laugh. Like, uh, you know? Um, I will say I, my eyes were not on the TV. And as soon as I heard her voice, I just popped right up because she's so entertaining and I just love seeing her on my TV and, and she's not letting go of this like Bianca Sheeta thing. I don't know the way that she does it. I know she's supposed to be aggravating, but I just, I'm here for her every week. Like she's just so good and, and her banter with uh, with Michael Cole will never get old. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the challenge, right? Uh, we've talked about this before. There are some performers, Asuka's one, 
Bailey is definitely one. Uh, Sasha as well. I think on the men's side, I mean, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, Chris Jericho when he was in WWE and even to an extent in AEW. When you have some talent that's so entertaining and dynamic on the mic and commentary, I think it really stacks the deck against whoever's in the ring because that becomes what you're paying attention to more. And I think Bianca... I don't know. Like, I think this was good tonight with Bailey, but I would like to see them respect and protect Bianca a bit more because it felt to me like they, even though she looked good in the match, they didn't build the match around her. Like her match was going on while Bailey was doing her thing. It's a great point. Yeah, yeah. And you have a really good point because I felt that way at backlash as well. I felt that Bailey looked better than Bianca and I just want Bianca to be protected. So maybe not having Bailey out there so we could get Bianca getting a win over Carmela, somebody that she hasn't fought, would have probably been more beneficial for Bianca. Yes. And have her go out there and, and get get her stuff in, man. Give her give her those showcase spots. Have her do her moves. I mean, I think she should be having not outright squashes as champ, but they should be giving her showcases yeah. where we get to see right. the full range of her athleticism. We get to see, you know, more with the hair. We get to see everything that makes her such a damn performer. Give her great promos to do. I just feel like um, don't let other talent upstage your champ. Right. right, yeah, because they were definitely in the background for this. Like, I remember <laughs> Bailey first, and then they were having a match, but it was this was like about Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thankfully, she was talking up Bianca, though. I will say that. And I like that line she had where she said, like, uh, uh, they were like, well, wouldn't you argue that you brought the hair into it? And she's like, it's attached to her head. She brought the hair into this match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's got, like, that Sami Zayn like, quality where she's so, like, paranoid that she, she makes good points in convincing herself to be paranoid. Yeah, but points that are fair. <laughs> like yeah, sometimes yeah, she talks, and I'm good. like, she's making a good point. Why is yeah. she here again? Because I kind of like you root for her, and she's she's just so good. Uh so of course Bianca won that match, and Bailey was standing on top of the announce table yelling at her. I mean, I think I think we get a rematch right at Hell in a Cell. Bianca Belair is very funny too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we get Hell in a Cell. But why would they? Like, okay, the story they're telling is that Bianca Belair cheated, she cheated. How does that then lead to a Hell in a Cell match? Like, I could see them wrestling in a Hell in a Cell, but, like, why does that call for them to be surrounded by a cage? Unless they want to, like, tie Bianca's hair to the cell. But that's not- it doesn't, <laughs> yeah. The hair has nothing to do with the cell. They didn't need to make it that way because they have been feuded. They feuded before. So if you think about a Hell in a Cell is a long feud, they could have just done it that way. But the hair, right. yeah, like you said, unless the hair is not going to be allowed in the cell, it doesn't right. play into it. Yeah, the rest of this match bald. <laughs> it might they might lead to a hair versus hair match. Now that I think about it, I mean, if that's what the focus is on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At some point, I I I will predict at some point Bianca will be in a hair versus hair match. No, Bailey would go but she's bald? not going to lose. She's not going to yeah, lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah, saying that like her hair is. I mean, she's like Samson, right? That's like her superpower. Like that, you've got to right. work that in. And yeah. a lot of that is like a weave, so it wouldn't be that like if Bianca lost a hair versus hair match. Won't ruin the illusion. It's <laughs> like it's like in the 80s when my mom told me Tina Turner wears wigs. I was like, it's just you've just ruined everything for me. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when uh didn't we tell a story recently in the podcast about the girls wearing extensions and people being shook by that? Yeah, it's it's like finding out that Santa's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe it's all real, man. I want to believe it's all real. <laughs> but really, with Bianca, that's I thought that was I. I mean, again, I, mean, I think the extension, the long whip. She doesn't walk around with her hair that long. That's for sure. I don't right. know. I yeah. don't know. 
people do crazy things, man. You know, <laughs> people commit. Her hair is long somewhat. I think like if you see her at the Hall of Yeah, or like a Hall of Fame or an event or something like that, you know, she typically doesn't have that long, long hair, but yeah. Um Let's so Let's not tell Glenn that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Glenn. <laughs> Killing kayfabe on like <laughs> you know what's funny though about about professional wrestling is there's so much stuff that you assume is like for storyline, and there's other things that I just believe in by like I really thought Lana had I thought that accent was real for the longest time. I don't know why I thought that. I just did. If it makes you feel any better, until I was way too old, like uh, I thought John Gonzalez's body was like an actual body until like you know I, I really should have figured that out earlier, but like I, I would say like. When I was like in my teens, I was like, "That was fake!" Like I thought that guy was really shredded like that. So, yeah. Hey. Wow, man. Alfred, that got deep. This got deep. <laughs> I, I, I just found out that Chuck G and Humpty Hump were two different people. So, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm, done. I'm yeah. done with both of them. Uh, but the biggest troll job tonight: <laughs> Seth Rollins in the ring. Yes. And this promo. Oh my. <laughs> God, calling out Cesaro like his bombshell. I've got audio from the hospital, and then followed it like with his laugh. I mean, good lord! Uh, you didn't like it. It's his mean, birthday. He can get away with whatever he wants. That's how it works. Yes. <laughs> I thought you just got like a free meal at Denny's, but no, apparently, you know, <laughs> above the law on your birthday for Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, I don't know, Isa. So, Isa, give me, give me, give me your hype. What did you love about this promo? Uh, first of all, I love the outfit. I thought he looked very on point tonight, uh, as always. Um, I just thought it was funny. Okay, I got a couple of chuckles out of it. Um, I, I like seeing him throw like that. So, Seth is known for doing dumb shit. Sorry, dumb stuff like this in the past. You know, um, when he popped and then he like started saying Michael Cole. I saw everybody was calling out Michael Cole tonight, whatever. But yeah. he was like, I saw it in your face. You like that, you know? I was waiting at some point for Cesaro <laughs> to come out. But listen, I thought it was funny. Got a couple of chuckles out of it, and that's all there is to it. I think they're gonna fight in the cell. I have a feeling that those two will fight in the cell. Yeah, I mean, I, th I feel like he was trying to be – like, he was trying to produce, like, a long, like, annoying segment. I mean, it was working, to be honest. Like, this was <laughs> annoying me. But I will say my attention wasn't entirely on this because this was around the time that I found out about the Tony Khan promo. So that's where oh, yeah. it was. But, like, this still, like, I could hear Seth Rollins in the background. He was just, like, going on. And he's really <laughs> committed to this character. I will say that. Yeah. He's very much into this character. Uh, and the, I didn't like the, the beeping of the Cesaro where you can hear the hospital. I didn't know that that's where it was going with it. But yeah. this was fine. Like Seth Rollins is a solid heel. I just wish they they he toned it down a little bit. I don't know, but he seems to be enjoying this character. I don't think somebody that comes out in those kind of outfits is gonna tone anything down. That's right. Thing, yeah. And that's the thing. When you look at him and you see him come out like that, in my eyes, I expect exactly what he did to be completely annoying, aggravating, go over the time that he's supposed to be out there because you're you're extra like the second you come out you're already extra so that's probably why it works for me because that, that's what i would expect from a character that out there yeah 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 and it's his birthday he can get away with it <laughs> there you go. this is this is the week of birthdays in wwe huh apparently <laughs> roman's birthday was the other oh, day on tuesday right. listen both of my favorites on the same week yay <laughs> two shield members where's yeah. moxley's birthday is that coming up I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to go check. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's Gemini. Uh, so, Intercontinental Champion Apollo Crews versus Kevin Owens. Um, 
please. Yeah. Oh, he's December. December 7th. Oh, Dean Ambrose? Yeah. Maxwell. Oh, I should say Dean enough. Ambrose. Why my head? <laughs> still, still where I go. Still where I go. Uh, Kevin Owens didn't really stand much of a chance tonight uh, because of uh, Aziz out there. Apollo and Aziz beat him up after choking and gasping. Uh, assuming this is going to continue right between uh, Kevin Owens and Apollo, I don't mind that. I, I like seeing Kevin Owens still be in, a, in somewhat of a upper level position after his feud with Roman. I was afraid of what they were going to do with him. Uh, but, I mean, it, it felt... I guess we can't get everybody on TV, right? But I was more worried about Alistair and Big E after the four, fatal yeah. four-way last week. So I was like, really? That's what we're going to do tonight with this? And not mention how that yeah, match actually, ended that at all? Weird. That's how we ended the show last week. Yeah. Like, when you're following <laughs> up, they had no mention of this. That pissed me off, too. That's yeah. how much I'd forgotten it. Because now I'm thinking about it, and I was just like, wait a second. We got no follow-up tonight. Yeah, yeah, so I when this was, was happening, I was like, wait, is, is, what is happening here? Like, okay, good. Apollo's moving on from Big E. But at the same time, it's just like, this is not what we wanted to see tonight. We want to see, you know, whatever is going to be the outcome of that. And we didn't get that. Well, I think it's going to be KO versus uh, Apollo. Right. For the next bit. So maybe Alistair's uh, going to be back to teaching us about demons. Pasusu. And I hope. I was just going to say, I hope that Apollo Crews gets to actually win that match because, like, all of his matches, it's just been either short matches where Aziz jumps in or he gets all this help. Uh, so, like, he needs a quality winner, too, during this Okay, title but reign. what does that do for Kevin Owens, then? Uh, but Kevin can weather the storm of being on a Can he? Sport. Like, I mean, he's been weathering a forever storm, then. Oh, I know. You know, I mean, <laughs> like, wow. how long does this year can you just stop there? It's not moving. I mean, he's not hiding in a porta potty from Braun Strowman anymore, right? So, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> he definitely needs to go to Raw. He needs uh, he needs a fresh start. He's felt very cold for a while now, and I could have done without all the coughing. How they made him cough and do it just—it was ridiculous yeah. how he was doing that afterwards. But he got his rematch, and uh, yeah, but he definitely needs a change of scenery. Maybe he needs to go to now. There's rumors that Finn Balor is coming up to the main roster. I think they should trade Kevin Owens down to NXT. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I mean, I see. I'd, I'd want KO to like be dominant in NXT. I don't know that that's how they book him, though. Right. Well, Finn Balor was very dominant. Remember we were talking I was about just going to say that. <laughs> I thought I thought Finn was coming down to put people over, and he just ended up winning everything he got into. So maybe yeah. they'll do that with Kevin Owens. I did like the idea of him going to Raw. Raw needs a lot of people or a reset or something. If Finn Balor comes up, put him on Raw. Like you got to do something with Raw. Kevin Owens going to Raw will be a good idea. Um, so we had this backstage promo with Jay and Roman, uh, Paul Heyman backstage. And interesting, Roman not putting over their performance tonight, saying he doesn't want Jay to go back to a place where people look at him and wonder which brother he is. He went there. Yeah. Roman is so toxic. Like, this, <laughs> I, I love his performance and I love this character, but like, he's a good heel. And like, when they came back to WrestleMania, I was surprised that, you know, you have all these smart fans and live fans, but they were booing him. Like, if, when a person's good at being a heel, typically they get cheered. But Roman is so good that, like, he knows how to get under people's skin. And this is the type of stuff that, like, as much as I like this character, like, what a jerk. Like, this is your family. And as they're doing well, you're feeling threatened. And so now he's pitting them against each other and saying that line about being in the opening match. They're not even going to be able to tell you apart. Like, God, this guy's toxic. And I loved it. Me too. I was. I thought this was perfect. I, I love the way that both of them are getting on Jay's 
like under Jay's skin and Jay's just so torn. Um, when Robin said that line, I was like, you really went there. I, I love it. Uh, but at the same time, I do feel there's a little bit of inconsistency in this in this particular aspect because I would think that Robin will want all the gold, the family, because it's all about family. Why not completely dominate the show and take over the tag title? So I do feel like there's, that there's a little bit of a switch, but at the same time, it's because he's not controlling it, right? Jimmy is out there making the matches for them, and I think that's what's really bothering him. Um, it, there was a set in the beginning when Jimmy said, oh, wouldn't our titles look good next to yours? And you saw a little bit of a mm, from Roman. I like that because he should yeah. also think about the family could dominate the entire show. So I, I, when it comes to that aspect, it makes me wonder, why doesn't Roman get more involved so he can feel like he's in control just so we can see that? Because I think the, them, all of them having gold is magic. Yeah. Rick Boogs out. Yeah. <laughs> is is the Boogs uh, upstaging Shinsuke? No, nobody no. can upstage Shinsuke. Wow, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn, you said that just to like see my reaction. <laughs> no, I mean like when they were when Shinsuke came out and Shinsuke like Shinsuke feels it like in his entrance and that's what's great about him but with boogs like he is feeling it and i remember just there was a moment when he was getting into it and boogs was getting into it where i was like this is the crazy shit that i love about wrestling right. these guys just give zero f's they're just having a great time it's very over the top it's very fun um did he beat chad gable of course he did uh baron corbin on commentary afterwards tried to steal the crown back from shinsuke shinsuke got it back from him um th this is a fun mid-card feud it is it's been a long time since we had a fun feud and i gotta say the second corbin got the crown for i was actually heartbroken i'm like no don't do this yeah. i am so entertained by what shinsuke is doing right now and if you can't put him in the main event this is amazing to having in a in a significant feud i'm i'm i, I loved it and i was actually kind of sad when i thought he was losing the the crown because I didn't know where Rick was, so I didn't realize that he wasn't there and he was gonna come and attack Corbin. Corbin's uh suit was also like I don't think he got mentioned enough, but I thought the color was uh, a choice. <laughs> I think somebody in the chat also mentioned that earlier, but I am loving this. I'm having fun with the storyline. Yeah, yeah. good. I, I very much like it too. I'm glad I heard like speculation that like because WWE put out this poll like who do you want to hear Rick Boogs play for next? So oh, it made people yeah. think that maybe he's gonna rotate around. It's like no no no, this guy needs to be with Shinsuke. I love yeah. these two together. It's almost like they're soulmates. I just think that it works so well. And this the crown thing, the crown is more over than the 24/7 title. It might be over more over than like the US title because to Issa's point, like when you thought that Corbin's getting it back, it feels like something's developing. Like uh oh, like the crown is gonna be going away from Shinsuke, but then he gets it back. So they're actually putting value into this crown where they're going to have a match for it. And I think it might be more over than like a championship would be. So it's just Put it in the cell. Put it in the cell. The crown matters. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, so, uh, uh, Alonzo in the chat saying put it on a pole. You know. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I can just go for it. A ladder match. I hang the crown above the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it, man. I could see it. Uh, and then we had the main event tonight. SmackDown tag team title match. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio. Rey got attacked, of course, backstage. So Dominic had to go out there on his own. Uh, just a, a mere image of what we saw at WrestleMania Backlash when 
Ray uh, did one on two to uh, get the victory, but tonight with Dominic defending, and then at the end, Ray comes out. I mean, they really made it seem like Dominic was going to lose, but then that distraction when Ray came out was like, oh no, music, and then next thing you know, a roll up pin. I don't, I don't think this was quite as uh, this wasn't a dominant win, no pun intended, from Dominic Mysterio tonight. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't, uh, you know, this was like, they just ran back the same story that they told before. And they've been doing this for like a whole week now since uh, that backlash, WrestleMania backlash pay-per-view where they're just recycling a lot of old stuff. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad Ray and Dominic are able to retain. And uh, uh, I like the fact that it's his father-son duo. It's a feel-good story, but they need to actually now get, they're using this too much as a novelty where I think they're relying on emotion too much for this tag team title run where I want to see this father and son actually team together and uh, have matches together. That's why we put them together, right? Exactly, which was my complaint on the beginning of the show, where it's like they're not attacking, they don't feel like attacking. Yeah. I'm tired of this rematch. The the dirty dogs need to stay away from the from the tag titles for a little bit, you know, get to the back of the line. Um, but I guess maybe I wasn't into it because, like you said, it was just the exact same thing. They just reverse who was hurt and who was wrestling the match. I like the the father son versus brothers. I think that there's like so much family involved into this that I think it's going to be fun if it happens. We'll see. <laughs> but I, I, I just, it didn't do it for me just because of the fact that it was just the exact same concept just done over again. And I did feel like Ray was going to come out and Dominic was going to get the match. No matter how much they beat on Dominic, I knew that's what was going to happen. So it kind of like took me out of it. It was yeah. also weird to see like um, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode are just like, well, if you don't come out here and defend it, we're going to count you out and we get to be the tag team champions. It's like, that's not how it works. Yeah. Like, yeah. You guys have been in for how long now? That's not how it's ever worked, but they were just so convinced that that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I get it, man. I get it. Uh, so, so here's how I think it goes. Okay. So next week, the Usos get their opportunity the Roman getting in Jay's head, the the fissures between them cause them to uh, break up. Maybe we get a feud for Hell in a Cell, Uso versus Uso. They come back together. They challenge for the titles at Money in the Bank, win the titles there, and then the Street Profits challenge for those titles at SummerSlam. Wow, you got it all mapped out. I wouldn't have a problem with that. No. <laughs> I don't see them winning next week, though. I think... Um... You don't think the Usos win next week? No, I, I, it seems like Jay's on the fence about something. And I think there's still, who knows if they still remember it, but that thing that whatever Roman whispered in Jay's yeah, ear. Yeah, no, that's what right. I mean. Sorry. I mean, the Mysterios retain next week because, retain, yeah. oh, yes, because yes, the yes. Usos implode. They have yeah. a one-on-one -on -one match at Hell in a Cell, Uso versus right. Uso, okay. then come together to win at Money in the Bank. I, but I how can, do you yeah. know that the Mysterios are winning? I mean, and which one of them is fighting? No. Whose turn is it? Yeah, yeah. maybe like Roman Reigns, it'll be the opposite because Roman Reigns doesn't want them to win, so he'll be like feeding both of them protein shakes and letting them <laughs> hang out in this private dressing room, make sure they're both healthy for this match. Oh my god, who attacked him? Like, we never found out, right? Who attacked uh, Rey Mysterio? Oh, I assumed it was the dirty dog, it was, right? it was Alistair Black. Maybe it was Alistair it was, Black, it, it, it was Dominic, it was Dominic. He wanted oh, to come out boy. and fight by himself, but I, I want that turn so bad. I want Dominic to turn on Rey. Yeah. I love yeah, how we yeah. don't want tag teams to keep breaking up, but we're sitting here breaking both of these tag teams. Yeah. <laughs> well, because nobody's conditioned us to believe that. Like, that's, uh, we've got Stockholm Syndrome or whatever it's called. 
Um, I mean, there's a lot that I wouldn't break. I'd like to see the Usos together, but the story they're telling, I think, I mean, the Usos have a great one-on-one feud against yeah. each other. Like that's, man, I mean, that, that could be an all-time classic. That's something people will always remember in their career if they yeah. book that correctly. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I think with fans coming back, now's the time. Now's the time to, to do that. So I just like, I, I was here for them breaking up, but I got to tell you, seeing them cut the promo together, come out together and wrestle together. I just, I really miss the Usos. They're one of my favorite tag teams of all time. And it, it just like, I feel so torn. That's the thing about this storyline. I feel so torn because I do want to see them together and I do want to see them win the gold. And I, I think guess. that's necessary to the storyline is that you look at them together, you remember how much you miss them uh, together. So that, and even when like Jay Uso had that look on his face, like, God darn it, like now I have to deal with, then you like, your heart kind of sucked, like, oh no, this isn't yeah. going to last for much longer. Like, so it's going to be more, I think it's going to tug at your emotions more if and when they do break up. And you're already seeing the subtleties, like Jay was wearing long pants, Jimmy was wearing shorts, oh, they're yeah. usually matching identically, but they right. weren't on the same page tonight. They don't even look the same anymore with their yeah. hairs and everything. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I that's a, that's actually a great detail to pay attention to because I didn't think about that. It's like Mary Kate and Ashley going separate ways. Yeah, who would have thought? Who would have thought it? <laughs> who would have thought it? Jackson counts four ninety nine saying feels weird without the super chats raining down in the pot. It's Friday. Friday's not the huge super chat night, but Raj it's Geary, thanks money. you for your money, Jackson. I said, here's some dang money. Uso stuff is great. Toodles. Uh, yeah, I mean the Usos. I think a one on one Uso feud could be like the dominant SmackDown storyline for as long as they want to play that out. You know, I don't yeah. think it'll be too long, but man, that could really, really headline some shows. What about a triple threat between Usos and Roman in the cell? But does that work though? Because how do you have the Usos mad at each other and Roman at the same? I mean, maybe. Yeah, it might be too many stories to tell. I do because have I think Roman the money is in the Uso versus Uso, just based yeah. on where they're going first. Because I want them to feud and then get back together. Like I do not want right. them going their separate ways permanently, for sure. Right. Right. Yeah, we'll see, man. But tonight, good episode of SmackDown. Last match. Was what it was. Yeah. Right. Uh, but hey, Sunday. There's a pay-per-view Sunday night. Yeah. That's AEW, right. double or nothing. I have no idea who's covering it. You Are you on this, Alfred? I'm not on the Sunday one. Not, not that I know of now. Who knows? Okay. It's a mystery. I'm assuming Raj Geary, <laughs> Justin Labar. I bet you get roped into it, Alfred. Okay, I, I would love it, you know, if, but uh, I'll be happily watching the pay-per-view. Uh, I think it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I, not too much, like, because I'm. it's pretty predictable, right? Like, I don't think Kenny Omega's losing, and that's the world title match, so that kind of yeah. takes it down. But I'm interested to see who the TBA person is in that oh, yeah. casino battle royale. Do you think – I'm sorry? No, it just seems like a long card. Like, it feels yeah. like some of these matches could have been put on, on Dynamite and, and make the card shorter. We'll see how long this pay-per-view goes on for. But last I look, it was up to, like, 10 matches. And this yeah. is in Vegas, or are they doing it in Jacksonville? Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville, yeah. Gotcha. And with a full live crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty packed right now. No, I mean, not that I'm watching. I'm watching um, Back to the Future 3, obviously. I know. <laughs> Doc, Matera, how are they going to figure this out, folks? Tune in. We're all going to jump over and check that out. And then uh, after, I got to watch the season finale of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. What's going to happen okay. there? With the Don't Bothers, the biggest match of their careers. Um, Cobra Kai me. news. Oh, Lord. Broke the internet yesterday with their season four teaser. 
that oh, Terry Silver is back for season four. Uh, the evil, uh, uh, the evil, the evil uh, mogul who dumps toxic waste uh, from from uh, on his big cell phone in his jacuzzi is coming back for season four. The villain from Karate Kid three. So huge Cobra Khan news. Wow, huge, amazing. amazing! I can't wait. You guys got me. You guys got me into it. I hadn't even watched it until I started doing this podcast. And then apparently, it was a requirement to be able to do this podcast to watch Cobra Kai. And I like. I binged it, and then I was like, I hate when you binge something on Netflix because then you run out and you have to wait so long. Yeah. It's driving me crazy. The, I had started it, and I was really hot on it, but Glenn talking about it made me get back into it, and I watched the rest of it within, like, in the span of, like, three days. I think it's amazing. Yeah, because the episodes are so short, it's easy to digest, yeah. but now I'm just going crazy because I'm like, how long am I going to have to wait? Hopefully, I'll do another run at it right before season four comes right. out. Although, if I'm going to have a little critique, I miss the intimacy of season one where it's more like johnny figuring out his place in the world his relationship with miguel like i feel like they've escalated things so much now this is like going from the first fast and the furious where they're boosting dvd players off a truck and now they're in space it's like the first (laughs) cobra kai was very the first season was a very personal story and i think it's good but especially with terry silver coming back i'm worried about it getting crazy and i have to admit this i often say that i love karate kid 3 i'm not sure if i love it because it's good and i feel like collectively we we might all have been trolling the cobra kai creators when we said (laughs) when's terry silver coming back and now that they're doing it it's like i'm not sure we actually wanted that (laughs) because Karate Kid 3, I enjoy, but I'm not sure that it's because it's good. Right. Yeah. Right. So we'll but you see. Know, but you know what's good? Back to the Future 3. Back to the Future yeah. 3. Let me tell you, as a kid, I was so excited for part two. They went to the future. I was like, eh, it was okay. The second half of Back to the Future 2 is awesome. Back to the Future 3, I remember seeing it opening day, and I was like, mm, you know, it was a good ending, but I'm not sure. As years go by, I think Back to the Future 3 is my second favorite film in the trilogy after the first one. Wow. So number two goes to the bottom. Can we get an update on Back to the Future 3? No spoilers, but just, uh, you know, what's generally going on right now on the show? Uh, Marty's in the Old West. They're trying to figure out the plan, trying to understand how they're going to get the DeLorean up to 88 because they don't, you know, plutonium. Mr. Fusion's broken. What are they going to do? Train tracks. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not spoiling anymore. Oh, and Doc's in the left. No spoilers. Amazing. No spoilers. So everybody tune into Paramount Network. Now finish watching Back to the Future 3. Uh, later tonight on Wrestling Inc., I'm sh- no, there's not going to be a recap podcast about Back to the Future 3. We decided not to do that tonight. Uh, but Double or Nothing Sunday, be sure to tune in and uh, panel TBD. And uh, we'll be back, of course, Monday night for all, not me personally, but the, the team. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday for NXT. And then, of course, next week on a semi-regular schedule. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, everyone. We will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.